get my nom, nom, nom on with the my top chicks and we will eat on, eat on the weekly dish on the bonus podcast we are sitting at the happy gnome and we are here to talk with our friend charles lovejoy and just to talk about bloody mary's a little bit hey charles how you doing how are you i'm gonna have you just scooch down a little so we can get your full voice i'm good so charles you've been a bartender here for a long time yeah i've been here for about nine years nine years okay and have you just had the obsession of the bloody mary the whole time uh, we got put on me about eight years ago to uh make the mix here and uh been grinding away since and decided to put it in a bottle. So it's now it's Lovejoy's Bloody Mary mix. And do you make like different mixes for each bar? Uh, no, it's pretty much the same. Uh, I do Brunson's separately. Okay. So, uh, so you do Brunson's Pub and then you do Happy Gnome. Happy Gnome. I, I go wholesale to Cozy's Pub. Okay. Which is on the Como Golf Course. And then uh, I got picked up by Lowe's just recently. Oh, nice. And then, uh, I'm forgetting one. Oh, Sweeney's. Sweeney's just picked me up too, which is awesome. Sweeney's has yeah. a good Bloody Mary. Okay, here's what I like about your Bloody Mary. First of all, you guys have a Sunday Bloody Mary bar yeah, here. and I create four different mixes for that one too. So and do you have four this. different from this one? So we have a barbecue bacon, a super hot, a Thai basil, which we've all Yep, <laughs> which was award he was winning. award winning at the Bloody Mary Festival last year. And then a Caesar, I think, too. So. A Caesar, and those can all be had at the Happy Gnome here Sunday. on Sundays. Yep. You have the whole Bloody Mary bar, ten to two. How much is it? It's uh, nine dollars. Okay. You get all the. It's not bottomless, but you can you can go get as many pictures as you want. All right. So let's talk a little bit about Bloody Marys. What do you make? What is the most important factor in the Bloody Marys? I think it has to have a balance. Like there's got to be some spice to it. It's got to have some uh, some citrus is important, and like a good body. It's like a nice backbone, a nice body, a solid, yeah. solid body. Bloody Mary. Do you feel like? Do you feel like? It has to be a vodka, or do you feel like oh, it has to be not. gin, no, or no, you no. have you you're you're good on any of that. Just like the Bloody Mary bar, you can do whatever you want. You know, it's open. Uh, a lot of people get up a bourbon these days too. Yeah, that's a big know, thing—the whiskey big Bloody Mary. Why do you think people are doing that? People just love whiskey. I think it all adds that umami too. Like it adds that uh, yeah. extra little bit of. Flavor. I think tequila for me is actually the tequila better Bloody Mary too. than anything. I like the gin. I like the gin in my own. Get the juniper. Like yeah, that is a good pineiness to it. That has a nice. A vodka like, Bloody Mary is like the vodka part is kind of boring because even though like you really it's taste so, the so, vodka. It's neutral, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I like that your Bloody Mary mix is thinner. It's got like kind of a is is it weird to say meaty flavor? No, it's not weird to say that. It is vegan though and gluten free, so there's no. Yeah, I like it. It's really good, and you're packaging it up now. Packaging it up, selling it here, uh, retail. Retails for fifteen dollars a bottle. Two dollars going to uh, 
help fight uh, family homelessness here in St. Paul. Oh, that's and, nice. Yeah, so, uh, my mom is a uh, director of uh, Family Place, a homeless shelter uh, day center for homeless families here in St. Paul. Where is it? It's downtown uh, in the... It's a connected to a church downtown St. Paul. It's like the equivalent of like people serving people in Minneapolis, but in St. Is Paul, similar, isn't yeah, it? For yeah, sure, exactly. So it's a day center for homeless families. Uh, the parents have education center there. They get job job yeah. training. Kids have a wonderful Montessori. That was yeah, that's yeah. people serving people does that right, too. Right, it's right. like they have the daycare. They help you with your resumes. Yeah, exactly. Actually, give you job skills, some life skills. Um, so is this, so you've got the Bloody Mary mix, you have a bottle, like what is like, did you learn any lessons along the way or was there something that you thought was way harder than it was supposed it's, to be? It's all uh, pretty difficult. It's been taking about a year to get to market. Uh, it's, um, it took a couple classes of course, but just learning that when you heat up the, the bloody tomato juice, like it changes the flavors and okay. having to adapt the recipe to that is a... Uh, it's been a little bit of a challenge, but I think we've gotten through that. And packaging? Packaging and the cost of all that. Uh, we have the bottle here. I, I like this bottle. It's pretty pretty, but it's fairly expensive. That's a bottle that has like a smaller neck on it. I love your logo. Who did like the? Our, who did that? Me and a girl that uh, used to work here came up with it. Uh, she was a uh, graphic. Uh, she did a nice writer. job. Yeah, I like that one too. Right? And what's that hot sauce I see oh, yeah. behind so the bar peeking over? Also. I don't know if you've ever had that. I've never had the hot sauce. What you made hot so sauce is, too? Yeah, Boon, burn your this. face. Burn your face. So I have a guest here, a regular at the Happy Dome, who uh, was always looking for a hotter, hotter sauce. And I'm not gonna sit here and say it's like super flavorful and great and everything, but it's got heat. That's what he wanted. So that's what we did. Yeah. And that uh, just kind of came as a byproduct of the blood and air mix. All right. So you get everything packaged. You get your packaging put together. You had to, like, change your flavor profile after heating things up. Right, right. Do you have to, like, cold call people? And Yeah, so then the, there's the fun part, the sales part. It's like walking into other restaurants. And I have a bar match here, so I know how it is. And It's a, it's a challenge, man. I don't know how people do it every day. It's, it's, it's a, definitely a challenge to go and say, hey, and put yourself out there like that. So. Do you want to bring it, like, on a larger scale, or do you think you'll just do it to the level that feels comfortable for you? Um, we'll see where it goes. I'm not putting any limits on it. Um, I'd like to get into more restaurants and yep. the local, just start like a local grassroots kind of thing and see how we can scale up, you know. Do you feel that people want a Bloody Mary mix versus like restaurants, I'm saying, versus like trying to come up with their own thing? Uh, it, it's 50-50. I think people uh, out there, a lot of them do their own, mm-hmm. but you know, I'd say, I don't know, I don't know exact numbers, but. Uh, half of them, I, I feel like, do their own, and they do a great job at it. I think people take pride in what they're you know, putting out their own white marionettes, but uh, the other half, uh, we're bringing in other products. So, well, I think there's a consistency, right? I mean, like yeah. that's. I think everybody kind of wants consistency, uh, right, and right. so like if they can achieve that through this, you know, locally made, someone they know, that's great, and then they know that their guests are going to love it, then they can. I mean, it makes sense to me completely to get. Yeah. And then also make your own, you know what I mean? Having like a base or having something that's sort of like yeah, right. a starter. Yeah, like a starter. Yeah, it's a good exactly idea. That. Let me ask you a question about your Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. Like you, the way that you like to drink them personally. Okay. Like, is it, do you like it to be super spicy or do you feel like it should be more salty? I like a balance, but I like a little bit of spice. You like a little bit, like, yeah. and how, how do you come down on the horseradish? 
situation. I'm a huge horseradish fan. So you are. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I always feel like that completely changes the aspect of a Bloody Mary. It, it, it can. It can. It can. Yeah. But it's like that sort of like thing where it's like a little bit a different kind of spice than just like a Tabasco situation. Yeah, different levels of spice. That's what I kind of go with on this too. The black pepper. There's a cayenne in there too. And then a, a little secret sriracha seasoning. A little secret. Well, it's not a secret. It's not so secret anymore. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. What would you say that is the weirdest thing you've ever seen put in a Bloody Mary? Besides, yeah. like, a whole chicken. I mean, that's chicken. pretty much... I don't... What is with all of the crazy stunt garnish situations? No stunt idea. skewers. That's, like what, that's where it goes now. I mean, yeah, the bigger, the better. It's... Uh, I've seen some pretty impressive things at our Bloody Mary bar, but... Uh, yeah, uh, crab legs are pretty weird. Um, but I bet that actually kind of tastes good if you can get the brininess of the crab juice yeah, in your Bloody Mary. Yeah, if you is can it briny it or is it... I don't know, like Clamato... Yeah. yeah. If you know. like a seafood yeah. jam. I suppose. Yeah. I suppose you can put jam in there, too. I yeah, have no you can idea. put what? anything. There's People no put s- everything in there. But yeah. Butter, yeah. I do put jam in an old-fashioned, but that's a little different. I saw one with a whole grilled cheese in it. That's pretty interesting. Okay. Right. Now, Charles is actually bartending, too, so feel free to do your job while Stephanie and I chat about the Bloody Marys. Yeah. Okay, so you're not a stunt Bloody Mary skewer gal. I don't mind it. I just, I don't, I don't mind it at all. It's just like, that's kind of, I, it's, I get it. It's funny. And it's it is funny. Like, and it's Instagram it's, worthy. Yeah. And I don't care about that as much as like, if it's good food, like if there's a cute little slider on there and it's actually a good slider, but most of the time it's not good. It's like there, it's there for the photo, which means it's usually not, it's either cold or it's like not cooked yeah. well, or it's not meant to really be. It's only there to be a picture, which is wasteful and weird. Do you always want a snit with your Bloody Mary or a, a back snit. or whatever yeah. they call it? Yeah, I like a side and a snit. That I don't. I don't. If I if they don't offer it, I may forget about it. I don't really drink Bloody Marys that often, considering the fact that you know they're kind of technically supposed to be a morning drink, you yeah, know, like a day drinking thing. And I don't often get out for like brunch or breakfast kind of stuff. And I'm usually but I, I, I love them. And we used to do the Bloody Mary Run Club, and then we'd go running, and then afterwards, because it's kind of that perfect form of, like, veg and a little bit of booze just to give you that yep. kind of And the salt yeah. kind of replenishes from running. Yeah. I like, I mean, I love them. And what's funny is when I was in my 20s, we used to do Bloody Mary after bar. Like, people would come to my house, my apartment in uptown, and after bar, people who we weren't even hanging out with, you know, would end up showing up around, like, 1 a.m., and... And we'd all make Bloody Marys, like, at 1 a.m. That's know? late. And all that acid in your stomach. I know, like, but it was just so great. We would long. eat, like, pita pockets stuffed with cheese and ham. And that was, like, we had, like, basically <laughs> brunch at 1 a.m. at my house, at my apartment. I just saw a look of nostalgia in oh, your God. eyes when you mentioned pita pockets with cheese and ham. Well, I'm not going to lie that there are times in my 40-some-year-old life that I come home from events and fancy dinners, and the thing that I do is I put ham and cheese in a pita pocket, stick it in the toaster. I actually had a quesadilla last night when I got home from the film festival. Yeah. Because I didn't really eat, like, a proper dinner, and then I was getting ready to go to bed, but I needed to eat something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there's always the the post-bar snacks, I think. But, I mean, it's like that whole thing of, remember the movie Spanglish? Yes, and we with about um, Adam Sandler and um, what was her name? Her name is Penelope Cruz. No, she was not in. She wasn't. No, she was it. Salma Hayek. No, nope, it was a non-famous actress who oh. has a look that is close, that is a little bit yeah, that's but it wasn't her. Um, but Taya Leone was in it. But oh, I like her. Yeah. and then she disappeared after she married David Duchovny. 
And then he became the sex addict. So anyway, back to my point about the 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 idea was that movie showed the life of so this guy was Adam Sandler was supposed to be a chef, and so he would come home and he made this like sandwich, and it was like it was always funny because everyone was like, oh, we totally know that sandwich. Like it's whatever's in your fridge, and then there has to be an egg sort of involved in some sort of situation. But it's so funny because we were talking, somebody and I was talking about this, how there's there are things that you come and you make at night, either porridge, like from the fridge, which yep. is like whatever thing, into a pan, flipped, soy sauce, you know, hot sauce, whatever. Or it's, you know, it's kind of a, a sandwich that you make or something. And mine was always, you know, pita pockets with, but now I put, if I put ham and cheese and I stick it in the toaster... Now I put the little cornichons that we were talking about. Yeah, we were talking about the pickle in a Bloody Mary and that we both like cornichons versus like the quarter pickle. Charles is back with us. He's brought us a little hot sauce. Uh, Charles, when you do a Bloody Mary, do you have opinions about pickles? Because I like that the cornichons are there. They're cute on the little skewer and they're crispy. and Dill flavor with the garlic when it comes through the cornichons. Dill Pickle spears have their place, though, you know? They do. For the, do you ever finish it, though? I never finish it. No. I do. do yeah, but I don't eat the others. I eat, like, I also, I don't think I eat the cheese if it goes in there. Oh, I love that sauce. Mm-hmm. The burn your face hot sauce is, like, okay. a Caribbean habanero style. Yeah, so we do, I do habaneros, Thai chilies, uh, Carolina Reaper, and uh, jalapenos. It's super flavorful, and then there's a burn on the back, but it's not like it's killing you. <laughs> yeah, it's not killing you. Yeah, right. Is it not killing you, Stephanie? No. Okay. No, I think like... it's got a nice heat carryover. Like, I can still, I just had a chip dump, dip, uh, dipped in it, and it's like, it has a nice kind of afterburn without it, like, I mean, I can still eat things and taste other things, so that's nice. Yeah. I like the flavor of habanero. Yeah, habanero is pretty yeah. good. Yeah. It's like so kind of fruity and, bright, yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorites. All right, Charles. So, Bloody Mary mix. It's happening. Are you going to have like different varieties? Are you going in store? Is that what you're saying to you? Uh, eventually, I think I, I will I'll get to a retail uh, establishment. I haven't uh, been pitching them yet, but uh, oh. you do. Come on into the podcast. <laughs> when you're in a bar and you're eating Bloody Marys. Todd Walker, our neighbor, who's friends with Charles, came by. Todd Walker, Fox Nine. Good buddies. Come on over here so we can hear you. You're just like talking in the background. He's wearing his three layers of running clothes. Todd, did you go? Did you work out? Yeah. Oh, you're so good. You're so good. Todd's world traveler now. Please. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie was just saying that you used to have Bloody Mary Club. Yeah, we, we did. used to do Bloody Mary Run yeah, Club. Yeah, that's before your radio show took it over did. the time slot. He was slots. so angry yes. about that, by we the way. Because we used to be one to two. Yeah. yeah. So that really so interrupted So then we had the morning. In the morning, we could go running, and then I would show up at the radio station after that. So when my pants size has increased right. in the waist, it's, our fault. it's all your fault. It is our fault. Because our show moved <laughs> yeah. to 9 to 11. It's all yeah. your fault. It is. And do you love the Bloody Mary? Yeah. I, it's so smart. I'm so glad you're... Pa- I mean, like, it's so wicked smart to package it up. Exactly. And we're like in the mix. Is there other local people who are doing this? Uh, St. Paul, not that I know of. I don't I either. There's a couple people in Minneapolis doing it. Fast but, Mary's uh, has the Bloody Mary enhancer. Right, right. That's what like, I heard about. It is good. It is good. But this is also like, that's somebody who's like creating a mix to put in a... I mean, like, they're not a bartender who has like done this yeah. for years. Like, yep. like, to me, that's the, the total difference is that you've seen and you've tested it and you've worked it through the people. There you go. 
That's my deal. Yeah. All right. It's Bloody Mary's on this episode of the bonus podcast, The Weekly Dish. I just put a chip in my mouth. It is Love Joy's Bloody Mary Mix, Burn Your Face Hot Sauce. And I think that's it, Stephanie. Yeah, that's it. We're good. Have a great day. Thanks. Here, will you hold this?